Why is it that every time I bring up my favorite movie or song, y'all call my shit corny? You act like I don't have no taste and no flavor. I'm a Luddite or some bullshit like that. What kind of particular shit is that? It's the shit I like. That's what I like. That's my type of shit. You know, why don't you know you just say something nice? Showtime. Welcome to the Say Something Nice podcast, your home for in-depth news discussions, reviews, and deep dives into movies, television shows, and music, with a special emphasis on diversity and the Black experience. You can find our show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and wherever else podcasts can be found. And you can also find us on all social media under the handle at SSN Podcast or at our website, SSNPodcast.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Say Something Nice podcast. This is actually a special episode we're going to do right quick. It'll probably, well, I'll just clap, it'll probably still be numbered. Hi, everybody, this is Brandon. I am here with Coffee Light Sweet. Hey. Special guest Stephanie from the Mocha Minutes podcast. Hi. And special guest Greg. Hello. Right. So we have a big um, episode about Motown plan, but before we get to that, we're going to do this right quick because the internet has been acting a little bit of a fool, mm. you know, lately. You know, for good and bad reasons and all the, everything in between. Um, and so uh, there's some things to talk about. Um, you know, so for those who are listening to this in the far future, you know, when we're listening to the podcast and they're being beamed into our ears through the chip in our our right hand. Is it the right hand that's the mark of the beast? That's one, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this week, it was, um, you know, like, anna- not really announced, more like Deadline and Hollywood Reporter went over time calling up the studios to report that uh, Sony Pictures Entertainment and uh, Marvel Studios were unable to come to a new deal to continue co-producing Spider-Man movies and allowing Spider-Man to appear in the Marvel Studios movies. Mm. Now, there was, of course, an awful lot of very spirited reactions from both sides and people who felt like, good, Disney owns too much anyway. They own everything. You know, this is them um, getting payback for it. You know, uh, they just do whatever they want to do. And then people um, um, who are threatening to go and, like, march to the gates of Sony Pictures in Culver City, California, um, on the old MGM lot, and demand huh. that they <laughs> let Spider-Man stay in huh. the MCU. <laughs> because how dare they? It's so dumb. They're making so much money. So... The truth, of course, usually these things is in between. It's always in between. It's, is it somebody's fault? No. Is it some? Is it some? Not somebody's fault? No. It's like a little bit of everything, and it's kind of important also to know like at least the overarching history of why, quite frankly, this was bound to happen this way. So once upon a time, not quite when we were colored, but you know a little bit after that. Um, <laughs> that's right. Every time I say "What's the point of time," I just want to say "When we were colored," and I've never really? seen that movie. Really? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, never heard about that movie, the TV movie. What's about What's about the time when we were when we yep. were colored? Yeah, I, I, yeah. yeah I, heard, I have heard of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's 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 a cold title, man. 
Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Back in the 1980s, um, Superhero... Were we colored in the 80s? We were colored? I thought we were black in the 80s. No, after we were colored. Not quite when we were colored. Um, (laughs) A little little bit after. 20 years, 15, 20 years afterwards. Um, So we're African-American now, right? We're black. We're not African-American. That's the 90s. Um, This is the 80s. Oh, man. Um, uh, Back then, superhero films weren't really much of a thing outside of Superman and its sequels. Like, uh, and, but uh, the company Canon Films, who you might know for producing um, such great, wonderful hits as American Ninja, American Ninja 2. Uh, Did they do Rockies? Canon Canon film, as in Ruben Cannon, or no, not Ruben Cannon. Um, no, no, Can- no. Cannon, as in um, as in um, the um, the guy, the uh, he's not. Is he is is he Israeli? Stephen J. Cannon. I no, think? not that's no, television. Um, um, okay. Menahem Golan and um, Yoram Globus. The, um, yeah, Golan Globus. Yeah, that's Rocky. I think that? so. No, they didn't do a Rocky. I did. I, they did. What's that Stallone picture where he um over the top? Over the top. That's what they did. Okay. Yeah, they didn't. Rockies are all MGMs, but they did. They definitely did over the top. They did Breaking and Breaking Two and a bunch of those movies. Like a lot of, and also they did um, um, Masters of the Universe with um, Dolph Lundgren. Speaking of Rocky, oh, you know, how nice! <laughs> they okay. wanted to make a Spider-Man movie. Hooray! Uh, and they were going to try their best to do it. Uh, they were gonna pay James Cameron. Uh, at the time, he was working on um, Terminator Two. Oh, how it, nice! Uh, and so the thing was, in order to finance it, um, um, Go- Gohan he sold um, the rights to Spider Man. He sold like the, the film rights to one company. He sold the home video rights to Columbia, which is important for later. He sold like some other rights to MG. He sold the rights basically every other to multiple studios to try to raise the money to make it, but it never got made. It just sort of kind of just sat on the shelf. And so the rights expired and went back to Marvel. Although Columbia, in having the home video rights, decided maybe we want to actually make this ourselves. And so during the 1990s, there was a lot of negotiation between them and Marvel to try to figure out if we can get the rights to make Spider-Man movies ourselves. There was a challenge from MGM they had to take care of. But essentially... They got the rights for a little bit under $230,000 to make um, the first Spider-Man movie because at the time, Marvel was going through a bankruptcy and they needed the money very badly. What year was this? This is 1990. That was 99 when they signed the contract, but they're negotiating throughout the entire decade of the 1990s. I guess I'm asking what year was Marvel in bankruptcy? When I want to say it was 97. I'm going to do it real quick. It was like 97. Because like comic books stopped selling on a large number in the mid-90s. Like, after X-Men 1 and Superman number 75, the two biggest selling ones, because Superman 75 is the death of Superman. And the, after those books, like, comics sort of kind of had a bubble. Like, you know, everybody started making comics thinking that they were going to have million sellers, and nobody did. And Marvel felt it hardest because at the time, they, they were, they were, they had, like, think this is when Toy Biz had just bought them and brought in um, Ike Perlmutter and um, R.V. Arad, you know, the people the nerds all hate now. Um, and they were kind of going, you know, it was, you know, on shaky ground. 
That year that the bankruptcy happened was, give me a second, let me just, it was 96, 97. And the way that it ended was because Ike Perlmutter, who ran Toy Biz and was, had investments in Marvel, they just bought the whole entire company mm. that, and saved it from bankruptcy. Mm, yeah, okay. December 1996, they filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy, Marvel Entertainment Group. Hmm. Uh, Interesting. And so they sold the rights to Spider-Man, the film rights to Sony, and the contract because it's one of those old comic book um, licensing contracts. So every, as long as Sony makes a Spider-Man movie every five years and nine months, they can keep the rights into perpetuity. What? Yeah, that's Ugh. that was that's standard. So, oh, <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. I'm thinking of the second iteration of Spider-Man and I'm getting mad. Okay. Right. So they made Spider-Man 1. Mm-hmm. Came out in 2002. Starred Tobey Maguire and um, Kristen Stewart and her teeth. And um, <laughs> William Dafoe. I'm sorry. Brandon, you don't even know that. I hate that movie. Really? The first I one? I hate it. It was like, this sucks. What is this? He's too old. When I first saw it, I did... I, I, don't, I don't think it's bad, but I didn't like it when I first saw it because... There was no, I felt like there was no finesse to the first one. Like, it was literally like, like, you know how we talk about, we wanted to be just like the comic book. It was yeah. literally just like the comic book, so much so that it was like somebody reading it to you. Yeah. <laughs> page by page. It was like, I feel like he was too old. I, I mean, I don't hate Tobey Maguire, but him and Spider-Man was just wrong. Well, yeah. if, if I may interject, um, my issue with any of the uh, comic book movies, as they are, or as they were, is the fact that the characters kept changing. Mm. And, and if the people who are doing it keep changing, you don't really You have mean the time. characters or the actors who are playing them? That's what I mean. Okay. Sorry. The actors who are playing those characters keep changing. And if those actors keep changing, some. Most people who really try to hook onto the story lose track because, well, who is this motherfucker here? You know, apart apart from whoever somebody else was. Same thing with Michael Keaton in Batman. I was all into whatever Batman was doing as long as it was Michael Keaton. They changed it to Val Kilmer and to George Clooney and to whoever else the hell. I'm like, no, I'm not watching this anymore. And that's honestly why I gave up on all the superhero movies until MCU came about. And I said, oh, okay. Well, they're keeping the characters the same. Well, they They, changed the You know, they changed. Yeah, fine. Yeah, Hulk. um, Hulk changed. Yeah. (laughs) That's true. War Machine, Um, you know, went outside and stayed in the sun for about a year and then came back inside and was different. True, true. (laughs) They they changed. Okay, I'm I'm not going to deny that. But at the same time, for the most part, it was consistent. There was consistency. And as long as there's consistency, then I'll keep up. Well, you know, the difference in those, why that why they're consistent and the, the um, Batman things weren't. Um, Marvel, I don't. Marvel, you know, 20 years on after seeing, like, the Batman thing. Because Michael Keaton wanted too much money for part three. And also, he Tim Burton, they didn't want Tim Burton to direct part three. They wanted it to be different. They wanted Batman Forever to be more 
a little bit closer to the old TV show, like a little bit wackier and more what they called toyetic at the time. Meaning, nipples. Nipples is four. That's four. Um, <laughs> that's Batman and Robin. They wanted to be able to sell oh, right. more merchandise off of it. Mm. And so that's why they brought in Joel Schumacher. They forced Tim Burton to only produce it, and they replaced him with Val Kilmer, who was a little bit cheaper to have than Mike Keaton, bringing back him back for a part three. Same thing with George Clooney. George Clooney was cheaper to come back for than to have Val Kilmer return. And so what Marvel Studios has done is they signed people to these, these not ridiculous, but I mean, to an acting history standpoint, ridiculous, but for, you know, it works for the movies and for the fans. Like these seven and nine picture deals where you're there. If you sign on to play, like Sebastian Stan signed on to play The Winter Soldier back in 2009, whenever they start production on the first Captain America, the first Avenger. I mean, that's a job that he's that he still has like a decade later because he has so many commitments on his contract. So he's still there. Well, that's what they should be doing in my opinion. Well, yeah, they wouldn't have known that back in the 80s, Greg. Well, <laughs> okay. Okay. And that's, and that's, you know, and that's fine. <laughs> and that's fine. I mean, honestly, you know, uh, time time and, and uh, seasoning, as it were, for lack of a better term, gives us thoughts and ideas we didn't think about in the past. And that's cool. Right. But for people, because here's the thing, you they're always going to be able to, and, and I don't mean this as a disrespect to you, Brandon, but the Marvel movies are never going to have a problem getting the comic book nerd to watch. True. Right. They, they need to make it bigger than the comic book nerd. And if they want more than the comic book nerd, they need consistency. Well, I have a question for you. How do you feel about James Bond? I don't really care. I haven't watched. Because they keep uh, changing him? Well, mm, no, I just never really was interested. Okay. I, I actually gave about maybe 5% of a damn when they got Pierce Brosnan, because I love him. But mm, I didn't really watch. I didn't care. I like your point about being bigger than the um The, the comic book nerds, which you, you have that, to be. Yeah, but because that makes me think of the Star Trek movies. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. one, it's like, I was not... A, I'm. I'm a Deep Space Nine next generation girl. Mm-hmm. And those movies I absolutely love. Even though they're supposed to be like the original Star Trek characters, I like the veer that they've done. And it's kind of like, even if you never watched Star Trek before, you would enjoy these movies. And that's what a lot of people said. Yeah. I know people who like Star Trek don't like those movies. a lot. Not all of them, but some of them mm-hmm. are very, feel, feel very strongly about those Chris Pine Star Trek movies. But he's yes. Chris Pine, and we yes, have to love is. him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I heard that. But yeah, even if I've heard things, but still, though, he's super pretty to look at. Right, quite, so, quite lovely, quite lovely indeed. Yes. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Let's let's veer. What, what things I, have you heard? I, I, cannot, <laughs> I cannot divulge on the um podcast. Go watch Wonder Woman, I guess. Um. <laughs> no, no, this has nothing to do with on screen. Okay, put it, okay. put it in the chat. <laughs> Lord Jesus. Uh, but yeah, but back, back at Spider Man. Spider Man Part One was the most profitable movie Sony Pictures has ever made, still to this day. So, mm. like, not the highest grossing, but the most profitable one because it was the first, and everybody was taking you know lower, lower salaries. They made Part Two. You know, part two makes, you know, more money, but it's more expensive to make. And then part three is the same. 
And part three, of course, also got bad reviews and bad, um, you know, like word of mouth because it wasn't good. Like the studio forced a lot of things into it, like Venom, for example. They wanted, they forced Venom onto director Sam Raimi, and he subsequently quit after that. And instead of making another movie with Tobey Maguire, which was going to be super expensive for them, they decided to reboot and cast um, um, what's his um, social network, Andrew Garfield, oh. as Spider Man, and get oh, Mark like, Webb to direct like them. Hi, Ali. No. Um, so- hey, Ali. No. So Prince they... Ali. <laughs> <laughs> I love that he owns it now because he's like, don't <laughs> see that song around me, brother. <laughs> <laughs> sir, wait a minute. Sir, sir Ali that does not respect classic cinema. Oh. Oh, oh Lord. This is about yeah. him not liking Lauren Hardy. Mm. <gasps> oh. <laughs> uh, what yeah. did you say? Jinkies. <laughs> what? First Ali, the fabulous breakup, not is. We're going to have an intervention soon. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Maze of Spider-Man 1 comes out. It's fine. It does. Okay. Um, <laughs> but okay was not enough because this is a, this is after... The, this is concurrent with the Avengers coming out. And so the first Marvel mm-hmm. movies have come out and people want to see Spider-Man in the Avengers because, you know, he is an Avenger. And so they started all those online petitions. And it's funny because y'all remember the Sony email leaks? Mm-hmm. We know way too much about how they felt about that shit. So they were yep. they were talking about it in the email. It's like we keep getting these. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Um, and then they made the Amazing Spider-Man two, the only Spider-Man movie I have never seen end to end because every time I try to watch part of it, I just I'm like, what is what is this shit? It's like, Jamie Foxx's lips. Hold on one second. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Okay, you said that the Sony Sony. Is getting emails and uh, from from they, who? I mean, I'm sure they were, but back, we're talking about back in 2012, 2013. Okay, you're saying that what are they getting? That they're, they're like petitions, a- online internet petitions. Once the petition is signed and shit, and they reach their goal, they email it to the studio. Mm. But that doesn't have any influence on actual stuff, right? Of on course the not. In- they don't. But they're, they're, it's just annoying to them. Is all. Oh. <laughs> I was like. If you're getting emails, because I mean, everyone on this podcast knows if you're getting a bunch of emails that you don't that you don't want, you can block. You Report block it as your... spam. <laughs> uh, Get into that jump folder, baby. <laughs> Not jump folder. Oh, uh, but yeah. You like going? Oh, we don't we don't like these. Right. Like, so yeah. the Amazing Spider-Man two comes out. Jimmy Fox falls into a vat of um, electric eels, and his teeth get fixed somehow. The shit's, oh. got, the shit's goddamn oh. ridiculous. Um, Brandon. That's what happened. They did a close-up. Uh, not not um. Jamie Foxx with his character because he had a gap. Oh, and then all of a sudden, oh, oh. The, the gap <laughs> magically closes because he's getting he's turning into Electro. I'm like, why is this in here? What in the fuck? Whose because idea was this? Electric closed the gap. That movie? I, I saw parts of it online. Like, I saw the whole thing. I like, went to the movie theater and saw it. Ooh, my, yeah. ooh, ooh, my poor dear. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I pay money. Yeah. yeah, I paid again. Yep. Yeah, that movie cost two hundred and thirty million dollars. It only it, it made seven hundred million, which was not enough for them to you know turn. It broke even. It did not turn a good profit for them. And so right. two thirty versus seven hundred. Well, here's the thing: when you make that's how much the box office was. The theaters okay. keep 
In America, the theaters keep maybe about somewhere between 40 and 50% of that because they have to, okay. that's how they make their money as well, besides selling the expensive popcorn. Popcorn is right. expensive at the theater, guys, because they don't make all that money from the tickets. Right. Um, overseas, you take the theaters take some, plus you have to take extra out of it for, you know, overseas transportation and, you know, tariffs right. and all that kind of stuff. Right. And so, so is the rule of thumb um, you have to make three times? It's the like budget? two and a half, two and a half times the budget. Okay, so yeah. Well, wait a minute, you wait. So how, what was the budget then? Two, two, two thirty. And they made they made seven thirty. Oh, so so like yeah. they they barely broke even. And so like they were like, so what do we do? So their their big idea was to make a Spider Man cinematic universe. They were going to make a Secret Six movie. Spider Man's um wrote part of his Rose Gallery is the Secret Six. Um, they were gonna. There was plans to make a uh, movie about trouble, the secret spy identity of young Aunt May. Oh Jesus! Uh-uh. Yeah, okay. that's always when everybody makes fun of that. that they were gonna make a young, uh, a young Aunt May movie, um, yeah. and then they were gonna make Spider Man, Amazing Spider Man three at some point, um, without Andrew Garfield because he apparently pissed them off when they went to Brazil for an important Sony um, function, and um, he didn't want to show up to, once he got flew down there. He just wanted to stay in his room. Nope. Look here, no, I'm, I don't have time to do no work. I'm on vacation. <laughs> I'm on vacation. I don't have time for your little meetings. Right. And Brian, I, how do you know this? What happened? What do you know about this? The email hacks. Oh, the email hacks. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, how do you know this? Let me, here's the deal. From now going forward, please tell us when it's an email hack that you... Because, because it just looked like as if you were texting Andrew and you're just like, hey, Andy... <laughs> Ali, you don't know his life. He might know him. Right? Like, Andrew is like, man, I just, I don't want to leave my my hotel. And then Brand's like texting back going, Andy, you don't have to listen to anybody. You're Andrew Garfield. (laughs) You're Andrew Garfield. You are in the social network. You don't need these motherfuckers. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he kind of did. He got, he got an Oscar nomination after he left Spider-Man for um, Hacksaw Ridge, a movie that I still have not seen and don't want to see because it's Mel Gibson. Oh, wow. Yeah. I also mm. I forgot to mention because I jumped right from Columbia to Sony. Uh, Sony bought Columbia in 1989, and so oh. like you know like yeah. all the Columbia TriStar. So you know that's why I was trying to explain. That's why my joke was about Greg. They own Columbia Pictures, the one with the lady with the torch. Just in oh. time for Mariah Carey. Yeah, um, but they, they yeah they they also own the the Sony Columbia. The Sony Music has the Columbia music label as well. Oh man! Yeah, um, yeah, because Vision of Love was 1990, right? Yeah, yeah, Ooh. yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, it's weird because they bought that label from CBS because it was weird. Oh. Like it had been. It's it's a weird thing, but basically, Columbia Records and Columbia Pictures are now under the same umbrella. They're both under Sony. Uh, and TriStar with the horse, you know. You know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Listen, if you're an 80s kid, you you know that Tristar horse that turns into Pegasus. Oh, of course you do. Yeah. And it gallops yeah. towards mm-hmm. the screen and the girls' mm-hmm. magic wings. It, and then the last yeah. dragon come on. <laughs> oh. Yep. Yep. I remember the white horse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. But yeah. So at this time, this that was their big idea, and um, they're having so Amy Pascal is having casual conversations with Kevin Feige because as the head of Marvel Studios, he does read all those scripts for even for the Sony movies. Like, he's... Cause that's his job. And he told them how he didn't like the script for Spider-Man 2. Amazing okay. Spider-Man 2. Uh, and at some point, they, um, 
Amy Pascal and Kevin Feige go to lunch together. And he's like, well, I have an idea. Why don't we make the next Spider-Man movies for you? Y'all can finance and keep all the money. And we, that way we can bring him into the MCU and put him in the Avengers. Amy Pascal throws a sandwich at Kevin Feige and says, get the fuck out of here. Ooh. Okay, so is, wait, hold on a second. This is part of the email leaks. I think that was more like in people told that story afterwards. Oh. It might be part of the email. She might have, she might have, I don't have to go see if she emailed somebody and said, because she, Emmy Pascal writes like in those like three word, like, 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 like poem emails. You know, you get them people who don't write across the whole screen. They keep oh, hitting so return. So, so I, she just, she writes haikus. <laughs> yeah, she writes, she writes haikus. Yes, she does. She writes wow. movie industry haikus. You got to read the shit. It's, it's hysterical. She probably was like, I threw a return. Sandwich at return. Kevin today, return. He said he wanted to make a deal return to put Spidey return in the MCU return. What the blue fuck? <laughs> no punctuation. <laughs> what? I want to interject here. I am. so Okay, so Brandon, can I just tell you when you were talking about um, talking about Kevin Feige and the lady that your she just said her name and I forgot. Amy Pascal. Yes. So for some odd reason, when you said casual, they were having something casual. Yeah, my mind did not go to lunch. Lunch. The, Christ. No. No. <laughs> it was like, wait a minute. Why are we talking about their? They casual were having sex a casual life? business what? lunch. Okay. Okay. I just want to let you know, it did not jump there. But I, again, have the mind of a 14-year-old white boy in, in the Midwest. So if you were in a, you were in a hotel room. I mean... Here's the deal. You know what the funny thing is when you mentioned that? No, I'm thinking about it. I have a whole scenario in my head. Like Me too. Me too. Yep. Like, like these, these warring companies, you know, are warring in, in, you know, during the day, day, daytime. And then at night... You know, the enemy is speaking to the enemy. So let's like some Romeo and Juliet <laughs> shit. It's like West Side Story with superheroes. They get you like they talk to each other and they start shouting at each other in meetings. And then after the meeting goes, Kevin Feige gets an email. Babe, I'm so sorry. I, I, you know what? <laughs> and, no, that would be a great movie. And they and they meet in the lobby. And it's like only you. You're the only one I see forever. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Wait a minute. Why is our porno a musical? <laughs> because I'm not thinking porno. I'm thinking West. I'm thinking like, like nice family friendly um, <laughs> romance. Is that why we're talking about casual lunches? <laughs> like, oh, we're going to casual lunch. There's sex um, in that... West Side Story. They just, they just faded out. Wait, hold on. Casual sex is code for dick. Is that what we're saying? <laughs> but yeah. Uh, but so I me, mean, I get back on track though. Like so, she well, threw the this, sandwich this at him. This conversation took a turn. <laughs> it took a turn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm over here blushing real hard, y'all. Just, just <laughs> like their lunch, it went yeah. from lunch to dick. <laughs> <laughs> like a- after that, all that happened. Um, they did, they were like, you know, we're not doing that. And then the leaks happened, and the people at um, Sony in Japan read the leaks and found out that because I guess they don't read their emails. Or I guess they didn't get those emails that. Sony turned out a deal for Marvel to put Spider-Man into the MCU. Um, the, pres- the the CEO of Sony Japan got on the phone and said, make that deal. Hang up. <clears throat> and so Wait, they- pause. Pause for a second. Mm-hmm. So basically, because they... Okay, so obviously, you don't have to obviously 
company emails aren't shared with everybody. Obviously. Right, right, obviously, yeah. Right. So basically, so this leaks happened. Sony in Japan sees that these that yep. there was because you remember the, when the leaks happened, they reported everything in like it was articles for like months about the shit that the reporters were finding in the emails, and that was one of the right. um, articles. So, so basically, they were just like, wait. When they saw the terms of the deal, they saw that the terms were actually quite reasonable, right? right? And so that's when they decided because obviously the terms weren't reasonable. They were just like, oh, it's a good thing you guys turned on that deal. Right. So the terms of the deal were that uh, Sony would finance their Spider-Man movies themselves and keep all the revenue. Disney would finance the Marvel movies themselves and keep all the revenue. Uh, Marvel would also keep all the merchandising revenue because there was a whole fight between Sony and Marvel during the the early 2000s when Spider-Man 1 and 2 were out over... Because they were splitting revenue on Spider-Man movie-specific merchandise... And it became really hard to tell what was a Spider-Man movie product versus a Spider-Man classic comic book product in some situations. Okay. And so right. there was the deal was just Marvel will keep all the merchandise and they won't get any of our box office because they were getting like 5% at the time during the first So, the So day. when you say merchandise, specifically, what are you saying? Toys, Toys. Um, hats, t-shirts, books, games... Okay, and they get 100%. They get everything from that. Alrighty. Ooh. All right, so what is... Because when because you also said Sony would merch, would fund their own Spider-Man movies, you Yeah, said? so Spider-Man Homecoming and Spider-Man Far From Home were 100% financed by Sony. If you read the copyright, it says copyright 2017 or 2019, Columbia Pictures. Okay, oh. and then they, and they will they will cop all of the, 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 um, the, the revenue from those movies. Every dime. Even though, so and even though Kevin Feige, you're saying, is a producer, he he was the, him and Emmy Pascal were the producers on the movie. They were there on set every day. Um, okay, as far as I understand, they got he got paid a regular salary, but he did not get um, points. Like when you produce a movie, you get paid, and you also get points, like um, part of the revenue forever. Like not just the box office, but like the TV rights, the like uh, you know, if it get home video, all that. They uh, Marvel Studios has no points on Homecoming or Far From Home. Because here's the deal. That's the part that you 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 left out. You said that Sony gets to make their own Spider-Man movies and mm-hmm. keeps all the revenue. But you left out the part where where is Marvel's involvement in that in the Sony produced Spider-Man movie? The merchandise is where they keep to get the money from, which is more is actually more money than the box office because Spider-Man is the most popular superhero in the world. Yeah, but you still haven't explained what is Marvel's. Um, what is Marvel's, not their takeaway from the Sony-produced Spider-Man movies, what is their involvement in it? They produce them. They're the studio, they, Marvel Studios and Pascal Pictures, because Amy Pascal got fired because of the leaks, and she started her own company that makes okay. Spider-Man movies now. Okay. So, so they produce the movies. They're the production studio. So they, you know, people get paid at Marvel to produce the movies. You know, they help develop them. They find the screenwriters, the executives are in charge of, you know, casting and all that kind of stuff and arranging uh, production spaces and all of that. Okay, so we, so basically Marvel is like, we set it up for you. We, we set it up and you guys put, dunk it. Yes. Okay. All right. We made you a cake, now sell it. Yeah, we give you the layup and you just have to put it in a basket. Look at all these shooty hoop references. <laughs> Come on, shooty hoop. Um, and so the reason why the deal broke down was because, you know, Marvel wanted 
an actual part of the box office revenue. I knew it. I kept saying that's not enough. Right. It's, it was not enough for them. They wanted mm-hmm. an actual percentage of the revenue. At first, they said, we want 25, and we'll, help, we'll give you 25% of the budget. We'll help finance it, and but we want 25% of the um, revenue. Sony said no, because they like, well, it was good the way it was. That was sort of kind of their thing. So they mm. let it sit for six months until Far From Home came out, and now it's their highest-grossing movie of all time. And Marvel said, okay, price of the brick just went up. Now it's 50%. Mm-hmm. Take it or leave it. And they left it. Um, and that's when people started calling Deadline Hollywood from the studio and said, Psst, I heard that Sony and Marvel are falling out. You know, and mm-hmm. the internet was set on fire. <laughs> I, got a, I got a couple of questions. Mm-hmm. Just two two big questions. Yes. Where does Tom, what house does Tom Holland live in? He is signed to Sony. His deal's with Sony. Oh, no. Okay. Now, most people that you talk to these days love Tom Holland because he's the epitome of the, the young, quirky Spider-Man mm-hmm. finding his way, da 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 Since Tom Holland lives in Sony's house and the deal went, the deal went sour mm-hmm. and Marvel is going that way, my next question is, who wrote the script from, for Far From Home? Who wrote it? Uh, Was that Marvel? Well, no, I mean, all screenwriters are not our independent contracts. Okay, 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 okay. Because I thought that Marvel actually penned the script for Far From Home and then Marvel is taking a walk. Okay. Right, they do have, they did have, um, I think they still have, they have a um, in-house, like, development okay. for, um, thing. But if you're a writer in Hollywood, you are yeah. an independent contractor. Okay. So I guess my, my final question is, now that the divorce is pretty much final, because right. it's final, right? It, is it final? Is it's, there any... I mean, re- it could always be like, you know, we sorry, we made up, we decided okay. to go back. I mean, that could happen could, at any time, but as right. far as right now, it's... Right it's, now, it's final. Yeah. So how, how would... Hmm. How would they move forward? Yeah, because Tom, Tom Holland was on fire after Far From Home. He was everything. Right. So isn't that going to impact his brand, his, I don't know. I'm concerned. So what will happen, well, there's a lot of things that could happen. Like, So he is still signed to Sony. They mm-hmm. could force him to be in Spider-Man 3, whatever they decide to call it. The joke mm-hmm. online was that we call Spider-Man homeless. Um, <laughs> um, but they could decide, let's just recast and, we, and, oh, no. and let, let him go. He could be like, I don't want to do it. Oh, no. And I'm going to lawyer up. Wait, and, he's not a breach of contract? Yeah, that's why he would lawyer up. <laughs> because he would have to end up paying some sort of a penalty. Wait, pay a penalty the, for, for breaching the walking contract. away? For yeah. walking away? Yeah. Do you know how long it took us to get Tom? <laughs> how many how many other white boys we had to go through? <laughs> white okay. man and white boy. Because like England well, is not big enough. <laughs> what do you think we're gonna do? Go get some white boy from Brooklyn? Absolutely not. We don't have that kind of time. Mm-hmm. He's England. like the perfect, the perfect balance. And finally it was like, this is this is Spider-Man. This is Yep. This is Spider-Man. And plus, he'll, plus, he'll still look 15 yeah, for he has quite a, a while. Like, you know, he's yeah. he's he's one of those, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, oh, no. Because the thing is, um, Sony felt, in, the reason why they, they they at first let the contract sit because they felt emboldened by the success of Venom, a terrible movie that still made $800 million. 
I wonder why. <laughs> why did it make so much money? And we went and watched it. <laughs> mm. I know. Nobody, I, nobody I saw it went. in the theater and I did not. Oh, no, people went. I saw it in the theater. I did not like it, but the people in the theater liked that. People clapped. Really? And the theater was full. Really? I, yes. Huh. Mm-hmm. And China ate that up. Okay. China was like, what? We love this. Oh, yeah, especially in China. China lo- Chinese people love that shit. May not do them but, any good now China, because the whole Chinese trade Donald Trump thing is going to go. But down. China loves Godzilla too. So. Yeah, they love Godzilla. Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, well, Jap- Japan loves Godzilla. That's their shit. Yeah, that's I'm going to start a, uh, a petition for Tom, Tom Holland. I need him in my life. I love him. Well, he um, has unfollowed Sony, so you know that means that I he- heard that that was oh, just like wow. a rumor. Is that a rumor or is that true? I heard that was a I rumor because I, I heard know. that he never followed them in the first place. Oh, okay. He's like a child caught in the middle of a divorce. Yeah. yeah. Like, who do I stay with? Mom or dad? I don't know. Stay don't with know. dad. Dad has all the money. Go to Marvel. He doesn't have- <laughs> But the thing is, if he went to Marvel, what would he do? Well, no, 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 no. Wait a second. Pause for a second. Mm-hmm. Because if he did leave um, Sony, I bet you there's somebody in the deal that says you can't hop on to Marvel. I'm sure you can't. He can't go to Sony and play the same character over again. I mean, go to no, Marvel and face to- the character over again. Like as far as Marvel does have TV rights to Spider Man, so they could yes. make a Spider Man TV show. They can't they make, make a movie. Plus. DC Plus, right? And this, this, yeah. Well, I think so. I don't know if they're streaming specific. I would love to see that when that happens and in the lawsuit start flying. Let's see how that ends up. Definitely regular old fashioned television. Yes. Hey, Brandon, check the chat. Okay, let me see what's in here. Um, but yeah, like they were voted by Venom and also by Spider. Oh. Yousef is trying to um, dial in iPad. Might be iPad. Yousef, can you hear us? Uh, yes, I can. Can you hear me? Yes. There you go. Oh, my. You can hear me. Okay, great. Okay, awesome. Hey. Hey, Yousef. Hello there. How are you? Fine. Right. So, yeah. So, that's where they are now. Um, you know, I mean... The thing is, Sony feels like they can make a terrible Spider-Man movie like Venom and still make money. Uh, They'll make more money with that than they will with, you know, splitting the money with Marvel over a new Spider-Man MCU connected movie, so. And and I just want to point out, too, like, from a purely business perspective, I mean, Yeah, from purely business, yeah, like, you get it. Yeah, they have every (laughs) right to think. Because, like you said, the Venom movie came out, and even though, yes, it, it, it is a Bad movie in terms of just the, the whole Everything. thing. Is just except for the, except for that little middle part <laughs> where it's um Tom Hardy versus Tom Hardy hanging out. Eddie, yeah, but it's not food. not it's not a good movie, but it still made so much money. I mean, wouldn't you too feel emboldened to just be like, hey, looks like we don't really need Marvel Studios to to make a a Spider Man universe movie. Amy Pascal said that after it came out and, and reviews and everything, she figured out what was wrong with it. Is it should be like we figured out what worked about Venom and what didn't. What worked about it was that scene where he jumped into the um into the 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 lobster tank at the restaurant. It should be more like that, like <laughs> less serious. That's what we need to do. And I'm like, <laughs> you spend how? Lady, how many hundreds of millions of dollars did you spend to figure that out? I'm like, 
serious right now? No, that's not what that was. There was a whole is. PowerPoint, I'm sure, that this is what we figured out about Venom. Slide. <laughs> like, a, like a film strip. Oh, yes. God. As an uh-huh. aside, having a, a corporate, like a corporate, corporate job for these last two years, I hate PowerPoint. I just do. It's evil. Um, oh, wow. uh, yeah. It's <laughs> one of with, one of those Mac users. With the thing. fire of a thousand suns. You rather use, uh, what is it called? Keynote. You rather use Keynote? I'd rather use, um, I don't know, I guess maybe Keynote, but like I'd rather use better put together presentations than either of them usually are. But that's not here nor there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's what that is. And so, you know, D23, Disney's own self, I um, run like convention for fans that's grown from just being a small thing for people interested in old Mickey Mouse cartoons into basically its own version of Apple's WWDC where they have keynotes and shit. Uh, you know, nobody like, is bitter over there. No, it's just weird. The idea that keynotes for movies is a is a thing. Why not? Yeah. Just perfect pl- in this day and age of the internet. Of course I'm going to do that. I'm going to use every tool. I didn't say it was a, it's not a, clearly it's not a bad idea. It's just weird to me. Can you imagine uh, Louis B. Mayer back in 1939 on the stage talking about, listen up, this year we've got The Wizard of Oz coming out and then, wait for it, guys, Gone with the Wind. It's going to kill. Right now we have Vivian Lee and Clark Gable coming to the stage. Like, it's, it's weird. Let me ask you, Brandon, what are yeah. we doing? Brandon's going to be there at both guys. opening nights, so I don't know why he played his game. <laughs> so, how many people had TV sets back then? If it was the radio. Are you kidding me? Brandon, wait a minute. Brandon oh, be God. like, y'all didn't see it? Oh, ooh, child, the ghetto. Because I've seen both of them. <laughs> <laughs> No, I just say, like the keynote thing. Like I'm, I'm getting adjusted to it. I'll just say that. Um, so, yeah. like, so they have presentations for all of the Disney studios. So Pixar came out and introduced. Um, um, is it? It's Onward, right? Is the name of the movie? That yeah, comes out. yeah. Onward comes out Onward. in March. They've been very tight lipped about it, um, which is kind of unusual for. But them. you know what's funny? Pixar, you get that with because it's it's already it's already a part of the computer age. This idea of keynotes and and, pl- and PowerPoints for films is this odd bolt-on to an industry that's existed for a hundred years. And yes, it pro- it does help, but it just feels weird. Yeah, yes, that's all I'm saying. It feels weird. Like, it, obviously, Pixar and Apple having the same CEO facilitated that sort exactly. of idea. Yeah, exactly. I, I my, okay. My opinion is these these studios are so popular, and the movies and their TV. The, the, and the TV section, right? And the media that they pump out, they are so popular. That is the most, to me, that is the the most uh, practical next step. Right. I'm too popular to just be like, let me just drop this next month and it'll be a surprise to y'all. Are you kidding me? Well, no. no we're not, not going to drop it. It's not a surprise. You know, the regular, you know, trailers and TV spots and everything. No, I'm too big for that. No. Because they're, 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 like, they had, um, they had, um, the internet's boyfriend come out there just to announce oh. that um, Black Panther Two comes out in twenty twenty two. Wait a minute, the internet's Ooh. boyfriend Ryan Coogler. Wait a minute, how is yeah. he a boyfriend? He not on the internet. 
How is he? How is he? He don't have to be on the internet to be the internet's boyfriend. I, I think he's I so he, beloved. Is, wait a minute, hold on. So he's not the internet's boyfriend. Keanu Reeves is the internet's boyfriend. The what internet is polyamorous. Oh, that's true. <laughs> mm, that's true. That is true. I mean, I'm just saying, because I'm like, wait, right? Internet's boyfriend. That sounds about right, Polly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the internet's yeah. just sticking up. Mm-hmm. He came out there to, um, to introduce Black Panther 2. I imagine he's not written a single word of the screenplay yet. If he has, like, I'm so ready. like page one. But that's what you have to do now. You have to get the hype ready, you know, like, early <clears> on. And, you know, people, they're chomping at the bit for the next three years. That's what I'm saying. I mean, like that's what I'm saying. Like it, it's so popular now. Like, yeah, let's let's tease people. Let's tell people what's coming up next. Let's get the hype. Because because like there was like some one of them nerd sites was like Taika Waititi's reportedly finished the script for um Thor: Love and Thunder, and Taika Waititi said, "I've written the title page." <laughs> wow. I ain't wrote shit. <laughs> Nobody knows you're a dog on the internet, and apparently nobody knows that you've written a page or not really if you're on the internet. You can they, they can say what they want. Right. <laughs> Taika is out here with like a calligraphy pen right. and he's procrastinating on the title, making the title look prettier and prettier. Yeah. And he has it was a dark and stormy night, like Snoopy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or but, more sloshes and flourishes. Yes. <laughs> um, mm. They also in- announced that Kit Harrington is going to be playing the character Black Knight in The Eternals. I don't know shit about The Eternals. Um, I guess we'll find out like everybody else. Oh, the movie come out. Wait, 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 wait. Kit Harrington as in Game of Thrones? Yeah, Jon yes. Snow. Yep. Jon Snow. He'll be knowing something else. He won't be knowing nothing else. Mm. Black Knight won't know nothing either. <laughs> you know nothing, John. Nothing. <laughs> what else did they announce? Um, they um, Pixar showed more of Soul, um, which is their first movie that actually has more than one black person in it. Oh, um, that's gonna be great, and it's gotta be called Soul. It couldn't yep. be called Funk. Couldn't be called Pop. It's called Soul because we black. Right. Well, <laughs> I- it stars the voices of Jamie Foxx and uh, Tina Fey. So which one of us is turning into a creature in this movie? Fox, apparently. Like it's, a, it's about apparently about souls pre-birth. Mm-mm. And how, how they get assigned to humans or something like that. It's it's, it's inside out adjacent. Pete Doctor is also directing That's this. He directed exactly what um, it is. Inside out. Oh, yeah. Man. Evangelicals are gonna be boycotting. This is gonna be great. I'm certain. Um it also features um the voices of Felicia Rashad, Quest Love, and David Diggs. Oh, I'm in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and onward, of course, features the voices of um, uh, Tom uh, Tom Holland and um, Chris Pratt, which is why oh, Tom Holland Tom. is there. Yeah. There's Tom again, Pratt, yay! Pratt. Oh, uh, the one of the Chris's, one of the trilogy. Oh. Uh, the, what is the trilogy? Chris, what's the trilogy, Mocha? Chris Pratt, Chris Pine, oh. and Chris Hemsworth. Oh. Evan. It's Evans, Hemsworth, and Pine, Pine and Pratt. Yeah. Pratt Almost. is like not even in the trilogy because everybody knows why. Yeah. Wait, who's not in the trilogy? Pratt. Pratt. Pratt, Pratt, he's um, he's um, um, he's a super evangelical, and therefore he's a, he's. I think he leans Republican. I think he's definitely a Republican. He wore one of those "Don't Tread on Me" shirts out, mm-hmm. hanging out, chilling. So I did not know that. So it's he kind of be like a, just a big time crazy drunk and whatnot and everything. Wasn't he just like and and and? Oh, I think I think I, I think maybe he got saved or something. I don't know. He got saved. Ah, so see, oh, the yeah. funny thing is that Zachary Debar was is the same way. He just keeps really quiet about it. He learned his lesson when he was on Chuck. Oh uh, yeah, he really did. He used to try to yeah. save people on the yeah. set. 
So imagine you try to get your life together. It's like Zach's like, let me pray for you. <laughs> like if you don't go yeah. somewhere and face a computer. <laughs> right. So now wait, wait, wait. wait, so Zach, all about wait me. Hold on. Wait, so Zach in the Zach? Shazam uniform too, right? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? So Zach my laying on in of the hand. Yeah. Wait, Greg, you had a question. I said, so Zachary Levi was a Jesus freak at first? He is still yes, a Jesus he freak. He He's just has learned a... how to PR it. You go to his, watch a couple of his IGs. Like, he's a Jesus freak who curses, basically. He really does. Yeah. He, drinks, <laughs> he drinks, he cusses, he's all about mental health. Yeah. But he learned to, like, be quiet about a few things. Right. Hmm. Look, he's trying to keep those damn eat, checks coming. If this you got so... a random email somebody named, named Zachary Levi, you would automatically think, like, you know what, this bitch. Aren't those biblical names that? Yep, yep, Jesus freak. Right there. Because <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's not his last name. No, it's, it's um, Pug. It's, it's, it's Pew. Pew, Pew. Pew. Oh, yeah, it's Pew. That's... What's his brother's name? Lottie. I mean, Nehemiah. Oh, wow. Daddy Nebuchadnezzar. Oh. But yeah, what else was I gonna say? I'm going to hell. Funny I'm doing this. It's so wrong. No, exactly. It's gonna save you. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Disney animation. What am I thinking? Yeah, they showed off um, things from Frozen too. Apparently, they showed the new Elsa song, which we won't hear. Listen, prepare your nieces and nephews and your children is about to be singing that thing for the next year and a half again. Uh, my and nephew don't like that. Woman? My nephew don't like that shit, so I'm great. <laughs> um, what happened? Airworm. What happened, Ali? An airworm too. We don't know. They, you know, they only have pictures, uh, no like video from D23. We'll find out in November. It comes out in November at Thanksgiving, Frozen Two. All right. Yeah. Next, next Thanksgiving, they have a new movie coming out called um, Is it Kaya and the Last Dragon? Oh, um, which stars the voices of Cassie Steele, oh, Rhea in The Last Dragon, and oh. Aquafina. And I was like, how did Cassie Steele get that part? She must have given the audition to end all auditions. I ain't heard shit about Cassie Steele since the LA Complex got canceled in 2013. Wow. <laughs> But yeah, oh. listen, shout out to her. Listen, she's trying to take Drake's spot as the the, the Grassi um, uh, alum alumnus who um, beat everybody out. <laughs> I'm so first of all, I'm already mad that that show got until 2013. Um, went all song as 2013. So there's that. <laughs> Secondly, I don't understand how. Like, what has Cassie still been doing since then? Has she been up in movies or TV? Let's look at her or- IMDb right quick. Because maybe maybe she has been in do- doing stuff and then I'm sure she's been like bit parts and stuff like that. Let's look. Right. Because um, I haven't I haven't heard. Not Isn't a lot. it amazing this day and age you can just pull a thing up and see what an actor has been doing back in the day? Like, well, let me let me go. Yep. Let me call their agent. No, you you can find everything they're doing right about now. It's crazy. She is a voice artist on Rick and Morty. Oh, okay. She, oh. she was in one of Drake's music videos. Okay. She's done right. some video Drake- game voice work. All right. Uh, uh, like a handful, like literally five um, bit parts in TV movies. Oh, right. hooray. And that's it. So she has been, she's she hasn't just gone quiet. She's been doing stuff. She's been keeping herself busy. And she's been going to auditions. 
Okay. So, so but, there you go. That's how, that's how they found her number. It wasn't like under like it wasn't like as if it was a post-it note underneath someone's shoe. <laughs> hey, you don't know what? that. It could have been. What is this? Hey, let's call Kathy Steele. There we go. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but yeah, that comes out next Thanksgiving. Um right. They also showed off um some stuff from Cruella, their um uh Cruella DeVille origin story movie starring Emma Stone. Oh Jesus! Um, that comes out in 2022 now because they pushed it from. It's supposed to come out uh, Christmas 2021, but Steven Spielberg said no. West Side Story is going to have the, the runway clear, so and move that shit. Okay. Yep. Real quick, real quick, just to jog my memory, Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Um, she was um in in Easy A. She was in. La La Land. She was in. Oh, um, she was okay, saving jazz, and also she's Hawaiian. Yeah, she was in Aloha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and oh, that was a really good idea. You she was Gwen Stacy on the, the Spider Man movie. Yeah, she was. Emma, she was. Uh, um, Gwen, yeah, Gwen Stacy, Spider Man Three. So Emma Stone is. Well, I didn't see any of those, but uh, Emma Stone, redhead, um, young act, young actress. Well, when yeah. you said La La Land, that made sense. I got okay. it. All right. Yeah. I, I did watch La La Land, unfortunately. Oh, um, bless I, you. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, I didn't care for that. Someone had to take that bullet. I had to see what the whole hullabaloo was about. Everybody kept talking about it was a movie about saving jazz. I'm like... It is a movie about saving jazz, but it's white people saving jazz, trying to. Yeah, which no. is a problem anyway. And they can't sing and can't dance. AKA but, uh, <laughs> the typical Hollywood jazz movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, but, but anyway, go on. Yeah, yeah, anything else, though, before we do, um, before we move on? Are we taking a break before the Motown or are we going right into it? Uh, y'all want five minutes? Well, yeah, just kind of... Take a fiver. Know, Okay, just, let's do that just so, just really quickly. Um, so everybody, um, thanks for listening. I know that Mocha has to leave right quick. Hi, guys. Um, but Bye. please tell everybody where they can find you online and your show, Mocha Minutes Podcast. Well, you can find me on the internet with my boyfriend, Keanu Reeves. Uh, <laughs> if you go to... Uh, you'll find Mocha Minutes on any podcatcher, except for SoundCloud. So... Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, CastBox, iHeartRadio, Luminary. We are there. I think almost everybody's there. Um, and uh, any of your favorite podcatchers, except for SoundCloud. I have to say that. Right. Uh, if you want to follow the show, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all the same handle, at Mocha Minutes. If you want to follow me personally, and your name is Keanu Reeves, so you can create a Twitter and follow me. <laughs> Funny. Whoa. That. I'm sorry. He is the internet's boyfriend. Kind of like Jeff Goldblum. Whose right. show I am going to definitely be watching. Oh, yeah, they announced the Jeff Goldblum well, um, so remember, show. Jeff Goldblum I mean, is the internet's zaddy, whereas... He is zaddy <laughs> zaddy, and I love him. Right. Yes, I, I totally concur. Yes, zaddy. I forgot to mention that they announced the Marvel Studios is making a Miss Marvel um, series for Disney+, Plus, just like Duval Spit predicted oh, last yes. week. So he uh, called that one. Yeah. Yep, he, he did a debate roof, called the shot, and made it. Um, it's not produced by Minnie Kaling, but by Minnie Kaling's, well, somebody who worked on her last of Four Weddings and a Funeral, her movie she just made. Um, oh. And they also announced um, a Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur animated show, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Oh, Moon Girl is God. like a little black girl um, named Lunella who has a, you know, a gigantic dinosaur that she um, hangs out with. Uh, 
What's and Kirby Estate is just going to keep paying off dividends, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> was there anything else that they announced as well? Like, um, I'm forgetting something, I'm sure. She-Hulk. That's what it was. It was She-Hulk. Oh, right. And Moon Knight. Talk about the Eternals, right? Yeah, so... Kevin Feige, one thing Sony said in their in their thing about Spider-Man is that Kevin Feige said he's gonna be too busy anyway. I mean, he might but be. I'm too busy to talk about your little web slinger. <laughs> you can have your little movie. <laughs> All right, but have yeah. little, take your little show. Go on, girl. It's your show. Right. And so um, great. Tell everybody where they can find you online. Um <laughs> Mixed Cloud. Uh <laughs> Treble Free R and B, which I do once a month. Um, I don't talk on it, but I uh try to cultivate a good mix of uh, current and classic tunes and things like that. All right. And um, Yousef, tell everybody where they can find you online as well. Man, Facebook jail, I guess. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Oh, shit. No. All right. Uh, so, no, no. I, 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 I'm skirting dangerously close to that, but uh, as I've, I think I mentioned before, last time I was on, I will be uh, debuting a... Um, a podcast uh, very soon with my brother called 60 Minute Men. Uh, so that, that'll be uh, coming uh, sometime in the fall. Okay. But other than that, uh, I see it on Facebook, but it's, I, uh, my page is private. Despite that, some, somehow my things get reported anyway. So, um, <laughs> But yes, uh, find me here and look for the 60 Minute Men, S-I-X-T-Y-M-I-N-U-T-E-M-E-N podcast uh, coming sometime around October. All right. As for everybody else, you can find all of us at the Safety Nice Facebook group. You can find this show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or wherever else great podcasts can be found, except for SoundCloud. Um, and you can find more about our show at SSM Podcast and across all social media under the handle at SSM Podcast. The website is at SSMPodcast.com. I'm sorry, I didn't hear the .com. Uh, this has been the Safety Nice Podcast. We will see you immediately after this to talk about Motown 60. Oh, yeah. Bye, everybody.